Gary, where have you been, Stoller? Laura, autumn day. How are you doing? I am ready to be back for season two. Season two, everybody. Welcome back. A day in sports. We've all, Gary and I have been so busy with the amount of sports um, that have been going on that we couldn't do a podcast, which seems crazy, but there's been just too much sports all the time. We were uh, certainly engrossed. Um, there's a ton to report on, so we're going to kind of do a around the, not the globe, but around the U.S. Uh, wrap up, and then we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program, although season two, next episode. How's that sound? That sounds great, and it's been an unbelievable past month or two that we've been gone because basically every championship for every professional sports league has happened. Um, and now we really just have football left. It was hard the other day when I was turning on the TV to think, oh, I don't have four other playoffs going on from different sports. It's just football. So, yeah, really unprecedented. And, and we won't get into all of the sports today, um, but certainly, as you said, the major sports um, all had uh, championships recently. And then we, we also had some pretty good tennis going on, boxing, et cetera. Um, so let's start, I would say, Laura, with the major league organization, or I just gave it away, that neither one of us thought was going to make it to the end, and that is Major League Baseball. I know. Well, even right at the end, Justin Turner had right. COVID-19 um, in the final game. So literally, right up until the end, COVID was a real player in all of that. Um, pretty crazy that they limped to the finish. I mean, they bubbled at the end in Arlington, actually, where I am pretty much located and where I grew up. They bubbled there, and I think that helped. But somehow Justin Turner, as maybe people know, do you know that this happened? They won the, they won the World Series, but they had told him he had COVID, and he still ran out and started jumping around with everyone. So somehow, even though they were bubbled, people were still getting COVID, but they made it till the end. And the Dodgers won, who I think I always knew should win. Yeah, I certainly had them, I think, as well as a lot of people did, as probably the front runner. I don't think any of us had Tampa Bay. No. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, the Rays I didn't see going um, to the big dance. And here we have the Rays and the Dodgers. And it looked like it could go either way at one point. Yeah, it did. I mean, the Rays gave them a good fight, but the Dodgers are really, holy cow, talented. So yeah. they're a force to be reckoned with, that's for sure. It's true, and the Dodgers had their own scare in the NLCS, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah. They were put to the ropes in, in, in either the NLDS or NLCS, and, and it, it, it didn't look like they, uh, for a second, had what it took to, to make it. So it's the Dodgers' first World Series since 1988. Oh, wow. Probably um, I know. Zach's was on the Dodgers, I would imagine, back then. Uh, w w right. And most people, do, I, I would say if we polled people, they wouldn't, unless you're a, a big Dodger fan, uh, wouldn't have guessed that it's been that long that that major of a franchise would uh, not have won the World Series. I know. And L.A. is really doing well as a city for all their championships. It's kind of shocking. <laughs> Excuse me. They are, and of course, have both NFL teams now. Um, two of the other California teams playing in their city. 
you're choked up because LA um, can't believe how well LA and though we know that another California team has officially left, but we'll get to the NFL in a, in a few minutes. So the feel good, um, Tampa Bay Rays in the end, <laughs> uh, uh, couldn't pull it off, but I think it was still an entertaining, um, baseball season. Again, I'll admit, I, I wasn't sure they were going to make it. Um, but I think both of us were impressed, um, near the end of our season one with the NBA. Um, yeah. what do you think of that? I know you're a huge NBA fan. Well, only because the Mavericks have, are good now, so I'm a real bandwagon fan. But I like the NBA. I like how they handled it, and I like they had no cases. Um, and they pulled it off, and they're, you know, it's interesting because they really set the precedent, and everyone else is, I mean, limping their way, you know, the NFL too, but they did a really good job. The Lakers won, which, you know, everyone thought and knew, and I yeah. guess, you know, in my heart, I'd hoped there'd be some sort of upset or something, but the Miami Heat did as well as they could. Jimmy Butler, what a star. Love watching that guy play. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was amazing that they did it. And now what's crazy for everybody out there for the NBA is they got to think about doing it again. I mean, like, because they're supposed to have games, you know, op those opening games start right, right around Christmas Day in December. Yeah. So that's a whole, like, <laughs> they just... They just ended so i think a lot of probably teams are like what we got to start again i can't believe it right and and you know i say kudos to um the nba i mean they just handled this i think so well um made it entertaining jimmy butler it wasn't he the barista we talked about him yeah like the high-end coffee that he, i think he's going to continue after he like said he's going to keep it going i mean and jimmy right. butler emerged as like a star i mean just Legit. one of the best players in the nba for sure which was cool to watch he was fun i really am a fan of him um i agreed i mean a, a legitimate i think star not even in the making i i think it's we can say he's in the upper echelon um and willed that that team to win a couple of those games oh absolutely he did um and um, it was so cool to watch and so many stories, you know, coming out, you've sent me a few of like players when they left leaving like $30,000 tips for the people who were there. And right. um, I love hearing that kind of thing because, you know, those guys have a lot of money and the people that were, I would almost call first responders in the mix in the bubble, you know, they were, they were so kind to treat them well and um, give them money. And, you know, it, it was, you know, everything I've heard about what happened in that NBA bubble is pretty great. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I, as I said, when we last left off, I think we both were impressed at how, w with how it was going. Um, and it, it continued, uh, in that direction. And I will admit, I didn't see the heat making it to the finals, but they did and, and made it entertaining. And now LeBron, you know, of, of course the talk started 15 years ago about who's better him or Jordan. Well, he's just gotten himself another ring. Yep. Um, so I, I know that that conversation will continue in some form or another as we head into next season. Yeah, in, in about four, in, a, in four weeks. In a few <laughs> weeks, it starts again. I know. I mean, those guys are getting no time off. Um, but we'll see what happens because they're not doing this bubble um, in the same way, right? When they come back, so eesh. I mean, they, we might not see uh, quite as an efficient, feel-good um, right. story that we have seen. But um, uh, we saw the uh, Major League Baseball do it, um, and they, they didn't take as strict an approach 
as the NBA, uh, but let's stick with basketball and go WNBA. What do you think of uh, how that turned out? And they bubbled too in Florida, a less yeah. known bubble, <laughs> yeah, a less um, fancy bubble. That's for sure. They um, they're kind of like the Motel Six version of the bubble, and they all <laughs> made it through, and they all played. Um, and the Seattle Storm is the champion um and they're they're quite a team to watch they've won a lot um but i don't know if all of you out there even know that that there was a wnba season um and that a team won but i think it's important to mention it because it was pretty uh, fun i watched a few of the games uh, i agree of course as you know I, i've been unable to watch most of of uh, the u.s sports but i can of course read about it and see plenty of highlights i watched a lot of clips of uh, the finals with the storm and uh there we have maybe barney in the background <laughs> yeah that's a special effect i hit the dog bark button um, <laughs> that we're going to be using a couple times during season two when we're really proud of what you say so well, good job you, you thank you they're not do, still doing the who let the dogs out thing at games in the states are they <laughs> I don't know. Are they doing that? Reminds like me. The cricket matches in the cricket. In no. <laughs> Good. Um, no. Okay. So uh, I, I did like watching um, what I saw of not just the finals, but the playoffs WNBA. Uh, it's just a, a different feel, you know, there's so much camaraderie. I love the interviews of the, um, of Sue birds uh, teammates for the Seattle storm and, you know, why they wanted to win and, you know, when they said it was about team and, and about winning one more for Sue Bird, you believe them. It's heartfelt. You do believe them. Yeah, there's real connection. Um, and it's a real team sport, which is always refreshing to see when people become professional athletes, I think. It is. And that's the Storm's fourth uh, finals win. Um, all under Sue, uh, in Sue Bird's tenure, uh, who recently turned 40 years old. Oh, uh, so she has been around and and four four championships um, for that city and four with Sue Bird playing for him. I I think she is a real class act. No, absolutely, and just very very good at the sport. Her uh, distributing skills are pretty pretty unique. She's got like a real John Stockton Steve Nash thing going on. She does, and Brianna Stewart. Um, you know the 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 younger star on the team was really complimentary of her. And um, so nice to see. Uh, did you see though? Congratulations goes out to Sue bird also in her personal life. She and uh, women's soccer star, Megan Rapino got married a couple of days ago. I know good for them. And like too bad. They can't share their genetic genes and have a child because um, that kid would be pretty athletic and pretty oh. Yeah. No? Could you? Yes, I agree. Could you imagine? I mean, uh, two women at the top of their sports, uh, multi multi champions, um, and happy to see. Uh, I mean, what a year for Sue Bird. Yeah, and Megan Rapino, really, what a couple of years. You know, they've both really been been stars. So good top for them. The um, and they've been around a long time. They're ready to pass the torch, I think, in both yeah, of their. Sports. I would imagine. Um, all right, let's move to the sport that's still currently playing, Laura, and and uh, we'll stick with uh, – we can talk college or pro. Let's start with the pros. Well, let's start with the pros. Here's the interesting part. When I think about the pro, pro football, one, good job, they're still doing it. But two, 
the injuries is the biggest thing I think about. I mean, like the amount of injuries this season, it's unbelievable. Like almost no team has their starting running back, you know, like everybody, the more people have been hurt this season than ever before. I mean, it's, and I have to, I have to say it's got to have something to do with COVID or no preseason or whatever, but the injuries to me just keep piling up. Um, and teams are making it and they're playing and it's enjoyable to watch, but it's unbelievable how many stars like Saquon Barkley, McCaffrey, everybody like, you know, they're all, they're all getting really hurt, which is really horrible. Dak Prescott. Yep. Dak. Um, sorry about Dak. I know horrible, but like, it's almost, <laughs> it's the 2020 curse, you know, like yeah. every team that has a star, you know, Michael Thomas has been out for, the whole for yep. four week. I mean, it's just, it's never been like this before. And I, you know, I don't know what to equate it to, but hopefully somebody's looking into that because we don't want this to keep happening. No, we don't. Um, you know, COVID-19 is bad enough. And I know a lot of people we want the you know NFL to be playing because it's a nice distraction. And a lot of people need it because they, you know, it's their financial livelihood, whether they work in a stadium or for a team or, or something associated. So in many ways, it's good to see them playing series is uh, more than unfortunate at this point. I know. And it's um, been fun to watch, did, you know, but it's hard to watch <laughs> in some ways. Sure. And uh, one, one uh, uh, story that's great is the Alex Smith story for the Washington football team. Yeah. The Washington football team still haven't pulled off a mascot yet. Um. No, and I I think they said they're not going to for at least another season. Uh, But Alex Smith, I mean, comeback player of the the century, and I'll go back to the last century, maybe. Uh, What what was it? Thirteen surgeries after he broke his leg a couple of years ago, and yeah, they didn't even um, know he'd make it. I mean, like I think there was some. It was really really bad. uh, Well, I actually read a a, an article on him up close to a year ago. And his wife said, you know, he kept saying he was going to play, he was going to play. And she said, well, I know there's no way he can play again, but I would never discourage him. You know, the mm-hmm. kids and I are here for him. And I mean, my God, he's, he just played <laughs> in a I game know. a couple of weeks ago. Unbelievable. Really? Um, and and they've benched um, ha- uh, Haskins. Uh, so now yeah. Alex Alex Smith has moved up the depth depth chart. We might actually see him be a starter at some point this season. Yeah, it's possible. And the football team might have a run at the uh, playoffs because that's the NFC East is the worst division in the history of football. So unbelievable. Well, we're we're at week eight, right? So we're we're about halfway th- through the season, and we do have some pretty good teams. Um, right now, I think you know Kansas City is no surprise. Seattle is usually up there, um, yeah. one way or another. Uh, Steelers are undefeated. Yes, they are. Uh, are looking good, and and Baltimore. Uh, you and I did a question of the day where I I chose Lamar Jackson. I think is is my favorite quarterback. Um, I, they've been a little quiet in yeah. their success. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but they play the Steelers today, so that'll be for a battle of the AFC North. Yeah, that's a big game. That'll really well. Whoever shakes out of that, you know, I feel like will will really be legitimized by that win. That'll be a big moment. Well, and so the Titans, the Chiefs, 
Um, Steelers and Ravens, right? Four really good teams in the AFC. Am I missing one? I feel like I am. Oh, um, um, I'm trying to think myself. They're the Bills or the Bills. Uh, the Bills also are strong um, this year, and that's a. I, I'd say it's a surprise. I, I, it's not a huge surprise. I think we all know that they were good, but I think we're used to them underperforming. Yeah, and they're overperforming, <laughs> which is yeah. which is crazy. Um, the Bills, the Bills look pretty good. So yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of the usual suspects from last year are still good. The Steelers, to me, is a little bit of a surprise that they're as good as they are. But good. yeah, um, I agree. Um, on the NFC side, who do you like? I mean, the Chief. It's the Chiefs' uh, uh, league, you know, until someone knocks them out. Who do you think? No, so? no one can beat the Chiefs. I mean, like the Chiefs, like just picked up Le'Veon Bell to throw in yeah. every third down every so often. I mean, the Chiefs are like what happens, like how they say the rich keep getting richer. Like the Chiefs are just only playing from a position position of strength, and they just keep getting better. I don't think anybody can beat them on that side at all. I think you're right. And some, you know, I've seen some of the uh, analysts on TV just saying, well, it's not that they're coasting, um, but they haven't put it into high gear because they don't need to. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think they have to, but in the playoffs, they will, and it'll be impressive. I mean, I think for me, I think they're the best team in the league. Uh, so go NFC. Who do you like in the NFC? NFC? Yeah. Besides the Chiefs? Chiefs or AFC? Oh, AFC. Who do I think? No, NFC. The Chiefs. I'm saying the Chiefs are are in the AFC. Oh, got you. Sorry. The right. NFC. Who do I like? Sorry. Yes, the Chiefs. Gosh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's like, I feel like, how do you pick? I mean, maybe it's. I, I can't think of who's gonna win on that side. Maybe the Seahawks or like. The, I I think the Seahawks and uh, are probably the team to beat tampa bay now they picked up antonio brown right which i is, know and, and they have a great defense the seahawks defenses struggles a little which is the they only do. thing that's a bit hesitant but their offense is just unbelievable so um yeah it's kind of a toss-up in that sense uh, and the 49ers you know the the nfc champs last year just destroyed the the patriots so we can't count the 49ers out no, and they keep hanging. Even though they lost every defensive player on their team, they still are in the mix, which is crazy. Um, they are, and we didn't talk COVID yet with them. We're, you know, we've we've had a couple of games postponed, or mm -hmm. well, yeah, postponed, none canceled yet. Um, and we, there are more players positive. You know, the the NFL is taking the loosest approach of the leagues we've talked about so far, and they've made it. I mean, at some point they're going to get backed up against a wall if we if more games get canceled because then, you know, there was that one week we had two games on Monday, a game on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday was the only night day we didn't have a game. You know, I guess they'll just start scattering it across the week if they have to. Yeah, and who wasn't? Um, John Gruden was pretty upset because he had his offensive line in quarantine, but then they were told they had to play anyway. The, 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 today, I think they have to play, and he's not, or he's not happy about it. Yeah, the whole offensive line, um, um, which is probably how it works with COVID because other like those are the contact tracing. <laughs> like it's your offensive line or if your defensive line gets it, it's your defense. You know, it's a whole group of people that are affected by it. Um, it's true. Well, I will uh, point out that Antonio Brown has a job a in the NFL and Colin Kaepernick does not. Um, 
So <laughs> that's day 2000 or whatever. Yep. Um, and, and my friend Roger Goodell still has a job. All of those things are true. And Ben DiNucci is the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> from James Madison. So, Oh, that is so great. I hope all you- these things, no Kaepernick, he's out there. Don't worry, but we're going to start Ben DiNucci from James Madison. Fifth Un- round pick. Unbelievable. Yep. Uh, well, okay. Plenty for us to talk about uh, uh, another eight or nine weeks of um, the regular season. And then we'll see if uh, COVID allows playoffs. Yeah. Here, I hope so. Um, um Hanging strong, strong so far. Let's jump uh, quickly to college football. Last you and I spoke, uh, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 were not going to be playing. Um, and they are. They're back. Yeah, most teams are back now. Um, some getting, you know, like Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, right? The quarterback got COVID and didn't play. And they mm-hmm. almost lost to Boston College yesterday. Right. Um, so I think we're seeing some scattering of COVID situations. They test every day. Um, you cannot play. I, I was reading this. You cannot play um, NCAA Division One football if you don't test your players every day. And so I think that's how people are understanding the COVID cases. But we're losing people, but it's still, you know, people are still playing. Football's still going on. Um, the... Ohio State, Gary's alma mater, everyone, um, is looking pretty good. Maybe I might I might say the best team um, in the country. Uh, Alabama is just not as impressive to me, but Ohio State, I'm a big Justin Fields fan. Um, I, I really have a lot of faith in them, but they'll only play a handful of games. So, you know, everybody's talking like, how do you decide if a team's yeah. played four more games than another team? Right. Like, how do you pick playoffs? And there's a lot to be determined but it's interesting. Uh, there is. And, and I, I too am impressed with Ohio state. Now it's, they're only a couple of games in and uh, you know, the, the, the uh, big 10 isn't the sec certainly, but uh, they look great. I really like Justin Fields. I, I, I like him on and off the field and um, he, he's having another great start to the year. I, I think Clemson and Alabama and Georgia to some degree are, are teams that, you know, until they're, they're competitive. Yeah. They're the Kings until they're not. Yeah. Um, exactly. Not, Coastal Carolina actually uh, ends up up in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Coastal well, Carolina ranked 20th they, in the country and won 55 to nothing this past uh, Saturday. I saw that. Coastal Carolina. It's always fun to see a team from one of the uh, lesser represented conferences crack the top 25. Yeah, and then fun to watch them play in a bowl game against Ohio State and see what, yeah. and then watch that. That's always fun watch too. Watch that happen. Uh, so, but but it looks like you know college football is fully back on, and I think we're going to see an impact by COVID nineteen, you know, on a weekly basis. But bowl games will be played. You know, money will be made, and yeah, yeah, I think the season's you know, going to go from start to finish. You know, beginning yeah. to end. Um, all right. Uh, I skipped the other uh, uh, championship, Laura. Uh, uh, sorry to do that to you, NHL. Yeah, it's it seems to be unfortunately how how what most people do, uh, even in my own city, they uh, forget. I think that the stars were in the NHL, the Stanley Cup uh, final. Right. So the the Dallas Stars and Tampa Bay Lightning. So Tampa Bay had a really good year. Um, LA has had a really good year. So Tampa Bay almost won the world series and the Stanley cup, but they only pulled off the cup. 
But isn't it kind of strange that the teams that are really good at hockey could not play hockey outside ever one time during the year? I always think about that, you know, like as ice, like no ice could be frozen in any of those cities. Right. It's kind of a funny thing. Like, it's like it, I always see hockey as a place that, that comes out of where ice is and where people play ice hockey and where you could play it if there was no, you know, like uh, electricity or whatever. It's funny to me that Tampa Bay and Dallas ended up there and never have they had ice um, in the last five years in their whole city. So it's just weird. You always think it's going to be like Northeast or yeah. Canada, somebody. Yep. Um, Florida and Texas representing in the Stanley uh, Cup playoff. Kind of weird. That's a good point. I would have to look at uh, the NHL wiki page to find out how often that's happened to to warm weather cities played in the finals. Yeah, it'd be interesting. We'll come back to you all and tell you about that because I think it's an interesting point. Like, it's kind of weird a little bit that Florida and Texas have hockey teams just because, I don't know, you well, can only play, you have a monstrous place that freezes the ice. <laughs> Most people are, you know, could play outside. Uh, that's true, although with uh, climate change. Hey, o- you're right. Only the Canadians will have ice before we know it. Yeah. Okay. The- um, but with that, Laura, any other topics uh, – to hit for now or do we go to the question of the day i think people are just dying out there for the question of the day gary they've had to wait almost two months or a month and a half to um hear the question of the day the question of the day everyone please answer among yourselves is if you could go to an nfl stadium and you have to pick the team that would be the home team in that stadium who what stadium would you go to and who would you want the matchup to be for an nfl game totally free you don't have to worry about paying for it you just end up there Gary. No question. Hands down. Heinz Field to watch the Steelers host the Ravens. Oh, that is classic and a great pick. Um, and and I, Heinz Field's beautiful, too. Good view, right? Uh, it is. It's a great, great stadium. I've been there once, but uh, and I've already seen them. I saw them play the Browns there. That would be the, the natural Steeler fan uh, game to watch, I would say. Um, cause it's fun to watch the Steelers beat up the Browns every year, but the, the, the rivalry now with the Ravens is just brutal. Um, yeah, yeah it is. so for me, I would like to be present for one of those games. Um, so now I turn it to you, Laura, who would it be? Now, so this is going to surprise people a little bit. I would want to go to a home game at the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Um, and I'd want them to be playing the Dallas Cowboys, of course, just because that way I can get the Cowboys in. I haven't given up completely on them like the rest of the people out there. But I would want a Seahawks Cowboys because people say that the Seahawks Stadium is the most, you know, the most exciting, loud, vivacious place you can play. And so I'd love to be a part of that. And I'd love to watch the Seahawks play. Um, and I'd like the Cowboys to come on in. And I don't even know if I even need the Cowboys to win, but I want to go to Seattle. Interesting. I've always wanted to go to all of their professional stadiums. In fact, I would love to see a Seattle Sounders soccer game. Um, oh, yeah. And they're always good, right? And, so that would be. Yeah. And and that's supposed to be one of the loudest in Major League Soccer. Uh, so I am not surprised. I'm a little surprised to hear you say that. But I, too, have always wanted to see a game in Seattle. And I've not done it yet. Yeah. Well, someday... We'll do a uh, podcast from the road with us in Seattle, Ooh. hitting every Seattle professional team 
too bad there are no supersonics. That's yes, too bad for that. Um, I have a friend who was involved <laughs> in trying to get an, an, another team up there. He he still oh, really? is, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I don't think there's much talk of it now. But I love the idea. So for all of our sponsors out there, we would right. like to take this podcast on the road once it's safe, once we have a vaccine. Yeah. Yep. Um, so for any of our sponsors, if you would contact one of us. Yeah, just reach out to one of us, not even both of us. And we are open to a all expense paid trip and tickets to the Seattle, <laughs> to all the Seattle professional teams. So that'll be our first, good. our first, our, our first city. I love it. Me too. Well, everybody, we're glad to be back with you for season two. We'll be back every week on Sunday, um, bringing you more cutting edge topics like when Mike Tyson punched out a shark and various exciting things like that. Um, This was our more of a recap. Um, Anything else, Gary Stoller? No, that'll do it. Great to be back with you. Um, You know, we are a few thousand miles apart, but this podcast enables us to continue these conversations around the world. Around the world. We hope you're all in a bark to end it. I hit the bark button to send you all home. We'll see you Uh, next week. All right. Thanks, Laura. Bye, everybody.